Well, hello, good people. Today is May 16th, 2018. You know the year, and you know the podcast. This is the We Are MCBS podcast, and oh my gosh, what a beautiful day it is in Winter Park. What wouldn't you say, everybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Woo! That's us woo-wooing, because <laughs> it's so darn beautiful. With me in the room, a bunch of live, living human beings, but not in the room, Pete. I wish Pete was hey. here. Oh, my God, Pete's here. <laughs> Pete, what are you doing? It sounds like you're coming in via phone. I am transmitting to you my wonderful friend and co-host, Jason. I am transmitting to you live from the MCBS radio airship high atop the good old U.S. of A, way high atop. You know, I am in pursuit of the uh, convertible from Tesla for you. I heard that other show we did, you want that Tesla. So I'm not in the room today because I'm going after that Tesla. But hopefully I'm transmitting in loud and clear. And, um, of course, I'm only kidding. Yes, I'm out of the room, but in the room in spirit with all you wonderful people. And, of course, again, my buddy, Jason. So great to be here today, everybody. Well, we're glad to have you, Pete. And, uh I hope you're serious. I hope that wasn't a joke. I, I literally <laughs> would love to be the driver. I want to kick that astronaut out and start driving that Tesla around myself. And how can you not like that color red? I mean, my goodness. Yeah, for a Tesla, that's the perfect color, second only to a hunter green. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> not, not that I'm picky. I always tell my students they can buy me whatever color they want. There you go. All right. So, I'm, a bl I'm a blue person myself, but not for a Tesla. You got to either have the red. The green would look cool. So there you go. If Elon Musk is listening to the MCBS podcast, you just heard what Jason and I would like absolutely. Uh, as soon as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> and Elon, we know there's a waiting list. And if you want to put us, put us at the front of it as you're handing out free Teslas, uh, Pete and I do not mind skipping everybody else in line. We're okay with it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Elon. And thank you, Pete. <laughs> hey, Pete, I know you're up in space. Let's kick it off with our very first segment. We're going to talk to Alexis. She's got an example of, I can't believe that's somebody's job. Hello. So I have something that I actually learned about only recently by going through your class. Jason. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I learned something. Uh, I can hardly <laughs> believe it. It's as if I'm earning my money. Right? I know. It's crazy. And what that is, is alternate reality gaming. Oh, ARGs. ARGs. Yes. All right. What, yes. What, you've got an ARG example. What have you got for us? So pretty much, um, obviously, alternate reality games. This is the textbook definition is an interactive networked narrative that uses the real world as a platform and employs transmedia storytelling yeah. to deliver a story that may be altered by players ideas and actions right it's a malleable story the, yeah. the players have a big impact on how that goes mm -hmm. so pretty much i found a listing to become a account director with the company campfire which is based <gasps> in new york city campfire yes which you can see at CampfireNYC.com. I know that by heart because I love Campfire. It's a love-hate thing with me, actually. I love everything they do. I'm furious that they took possibly the coolest storytelling name for a business ever. That's and, true. and I can't 
I can't take it from them. Nope. I'd have to be like Campfire Florida, and you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna copy that directly. Yeah, probably not the best idea. So Campfire's hiring, and they're hiring mm-hmm. an account director, and these yes. people are gonna actually work with clients to create these these transmedia narratives. Yeah, pretty much. So they're gonna act as producer. They're gonna help with the development, again, the planning and execution of all the crazy, awesome campaigns that they're doing. And do you know what kind of cheddar you make from? Is is that the right term these right. days? Is that the right <laughs> cheddar? How much cheddar? How much how much moolah? You know, I couldn't find anywhere with an exact listing or anything, even going on like, you know, Glassdoor where you could like look up salaries. I couldn't Mm -hmm. find anything because I feel like it's all super, super secret because obviously it's kind of the nature of the gaming itself is like kind of secret. If you're in the know, then you're in the know. But then otherwise, it's like they don't really advertise it. Um, But yeah. So we should make some guesses. I would assume it would be decent. And if you're going to live in New York City, it's going to have to be six figures just so you can ride the subways. (laughs) Um, Pretty much. So let's just assume it's a couple million dollars a year then. That sounds like a good assumption. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, if, let's, if Pete and I can get Teslas from Elon Musk, <laughs> you can get several million dollars <laughs> as a producer for Campfire. Right. Pete, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, some of the work that Campfire's done, but they did this marketing campaign for Shark Week. You're, you're, uh, you've been around like me long enough to remember when Shark Week was big, and then it disappeared. Oh, yeah. And then it resurged about a decade ago from out of nowhere, huge. And that was completely thanks to Campfire's campaign they did. Shark Week is so phenomenal. I think it used to be in August, but it was amazing. And Alexis, the fact that you even brought up Campfire has not only made Jason excited, myself as well. While you two were talking, I was putting in another order for a Tesla just for you for bringing up this absolutely cool story. Yes. <laughs> my life has been made. Hold on. It says color. What color do you want? Oh, gosh. Well, what are my options? Is this like I can color it whatever I want or is this it's like... anything you want, but just remember it's a convertible. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you've got like only three or four options. I'll let you mull that over, but keep going. I didn't want to derail the conversation, <laughs> but yes, Jason, this is so cool and Campfire is amazingly awesome. For sure. I think uh, our listeners might even be more familiar with the campaign they did for Game of Thrones back in the day. It's an example we use at Full Sail quite a bit. Uh, it was a, just a, an, a really immersive marketing campaign, the one with the food trucks and uh, the interactive experiences that the, the audience got to engage in. That made Game of Thrones bigger than people were even expecting it to be, which is saying something. Yeah, that was was that the one with all like they use your six senses or five senses or four or whatever. <laughs> they, yeah, you go in have, and you yeah. <laughs> you eat. Yeah, you eat. You smell things. You just like it would be in that whole environment of Game of Thrones. And again, another cool thing. Those guys. Those guys have it going on at Campfire. In that instance, they brought the setting of Game of Thrones into our world and let us uh, feel what it was like to be a Westosurian. Westosurian. <laughs> Living in Game of Thrones land. That's what that's what I was you, trying to say. You, you see how the movie The Sixth Sense messed me up? I said there were six senses. <laughs> hey, Pete, I know you, man. I know you have that ESP. Uh, let's see. What's the other one they did? Oh, more recently, we've got uh, the Westworld campaign, season one and now season two. Oh. They're, they're totally in charge of that. So they're, they're like best friends with HBO, it seems. They're cranking it out, man. That's amazing. All right, Alexis, that's really cool. Several million dollars a year to work for Campfire <laughs> yep. and work on the probably they're hiring for Westworld season three, huh? Heck yeah. That probably sounds right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, up next we have Old School Update, where we're going to take a look at some of the old media formats that we used to have exclusively. Now it's just part of our 
our buffet of media. And with us for old school update, our very own Maria Letterman. Hi. Hey, Maria. <laughs> what up, guys? What have you got for us today? <sighs> okay, so I have crazy news for y'all. So, you know how every... <laughs> Hold on. Did you just say y'all? <laughs> yes, I did. Now, you've been in Florida too long. I don't know what to think about that. But y'all go ahead and uh, do, <laughs> do your bit now, okay? There you go. I... Uh, <laughs> okay, so, guys, we've all been freaking out about, you know, about Avengers Infinity War. And I have some box office news for you. Are you guys ready? Oh, did they fail at the box office? Heck no. Totally the opposite. So Avengers did, uh, it's just, you know, like when you see this crazy number that you're just trying to, I don't know, like process it. I understand that some people (laughs) who may not be uh, uh, lovers of math sometimes get overwhelmed when they see a lot of digits strung together. Oh my God. It's just like, what? I'm just thinking about all the people that you can treat with this number. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, Look, really, I get, but I'm, okay. <laughs> let's just assume that Marvel's going to donate all that money to the hungry. Exactly. There you go. So, okay. When it comes to domestic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is what they did. It's 461 million in domestic sales. I understand that's a large number, but I've seen Powerballs bigger than that. Okay, here we go. So for foreign, they did seven hundred and thirty-five million. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Even as a Powerball ticket, that's pretty big. Uh huh. But but I have seen, I have seen bigger. Okay. So when it comes to worldwide, Mm -hmm. if you put two and two together, Mm -hmm. this is. One billion and one hundred and ninety-eight million, and then eight hundred and ninety thousand nine hundred and twenty-five. I don't even know if I said that number correctly, but that's a huge number. Well, I know that I'm responsible for like the last twenty-five there at the end. I took the family, got some popcorn. Me too. I've already seen the movie four times. Do you have one of those passes where you get to go? Oh, okay. Okay, so. Now, apparently, guys, of course, like, this is the MCBS podcast, you know, this is We Are MCBS. We're not getting paid to say this, but freaking MoviePass rocks. <laughs> I uh, I love MoviePass. I've been with MoviePass since they released, like, this special, oh, you pay seven bucks and here you go, last August, and I got it in two weeks. So, like, I know that a lot of people had, like, they experienced the whole delay and mm-hmm. it was, like six months for them to get their pass no i got mine two weeks after i order it last august i've been with them since then and i love it so yeah i've seen the movie four times now and it's just amazing every time it's just overwhelming it's a lot to take in but you know this is a great movie and now everyone like we can't wait for avengers 4 We've been investing in this for like over a decade, right? We've been we've been falling in love with these characters for a long time. Yeah, well, this is a nice this is not a spoiler cuz Marvel released this before the movie. So when you have the the Marvel Studios title card, mm-hmm. the studios is a 10. Yeah. So it's like hey. Yep, look at us. Look at oh my god, and it's so amazing and it's uh, 
Even their, <laughs> even their artwork for their studio, their studio artwork uh, piece at the beginning, they've got that amazing 3D Marvel that has all their different yeah. movies playing on the different sides. That of is the amazing. Letters. I think they released that with uh, Thor mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah. Yep. So, Jason, it's really interesting because you know, like we, this whole thing started with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In two thousand and eight. Yeah. Yeah. So how old were you when this whole thing started? <laughs> well, see, I looked almost exactly like I do now. I had the same number of children, the same spouse. I think a better question, young lady, is where were you in 2008? I was 12. Oh, I was just oh, getting out of middle school. Mm-hmm. Bam, what? 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 That's why that those memes were so... Uh, taken off uh when when the movie first came out it it, it was a picture of a a little young person and saying mm-hmm. me going into iron man and then a really old person saying me going into infinity war well, and the pictures were the i mean that was the funny thing you'd switch out the, exactly and here's why a lot of because we know like this is like this is disney but this is why a lot of like fans were saying parents Please don't take your kids to the opening night. Take them, you know, the next day because this is a celebration like that us, the fans, we want. And like, I totally get it because they're saying the same thing with The Incredibles. So, yeah, like a lot of fans released uh, because I'm part of like the the Disney fan club Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And they released this note kind of like saying, hey, parents, we know that this is a, a Disney movie specially made for kids. But us fans, we've been waiting 15 years mm-hmm. to know what happens, you know, with this crazy monster in the city that is like, ah, yeah. So we've been waiting 15 years for this to happen. So just give us the opening night, like then take hold your kids. It's totally fine. I love kids too. So it's fine. It's yay. But you know what I mean? So and the thing with Marvel and Avengers is like, yeah, it's been 10 years. And it's crazy how they, they literally target their audience they know how to do it of course and they create like this long-lasting relationship because it was the same thing with for example harry potter we all like we were kids when Mm -hmm. we started watching these movies and then when they ended like when the saga ended we were all like adults Mm -hmm. so it was like oh you had like this connection same thing with star wars when star wars like when a new hope was created it was made to be you know it was intended to be a a movie for for kids, mm-hmm. and now like is this like generational thing? And I think that if we were if we were taking a look at this from an MCBS angle, I'm amazed by each of those franchises you brought up and how it's somebody's job to oversee the story. Because if you've got like Marvel, if you've got mm-hmm. 14 films and seven television shows and a million mm-hmm. other assets that all tell stories in a different way. And you've got one person that has to make sure that you don't kill Thor over here or kill him over there or kill him over there or do something that's going to affect the rest of the universe because, well, that's just the whole point. You've got to have a coordinator that makes sure the story is intact across all of the platforms. Exactly. And that is absolutely insane. And that's what they have, what they call the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the story Bible. Yeah, the story Bible to make sure that everything, because with Infinity War, like again, guys, No spoilers. We don't want to do that to you. You know, everything, every movie, every like deleted scene, something, they all connect to here. So it's like crazy. Yeah. The fact that somebody has that job. 
I'd like that job. Right? I you would be great at that job. No, I would forget things if I didn't. I'd need. I would be covered in post its all day long, just walking around covered in post its, hoping none of them fall off. Don't forget to meet Robert Downey Jr. at Starbucks at four o'clock. Oops, forgot. Uh, oh, oh my God. Sorry, Robert. Look, we're gonna we're gonna have to cut Infinity Wars uh, discussion short, but not before I discuss Fortnite. People, yeah. you know that I have been ignoring my children, <laughs> my students, personal hygiene, all those things just so I could play Fortnite. I got all the way through season three. I made tier one hundred. Yeah, I was John Wick. Be impressed. And then season four started, and we're we're several weeks into it now. But in the second week, they did the most amazing thing ever. They partnered up. This is Fortnite, by the way. They just emerged from the woods back in September. They've been around for a couple of years, but they became big enough to be noticeable back in September. They grew so big, they're, they're pulling in like, I think their March was $258 million and their, their April was much bigger. And I'm going to guess their May is going to be intensely huge because they literally partnered with Marvel's Avengers. They literally partnered with that franchise. And when you play the game, you can go into a special game mode where you and the 99 other people on the island are all fighting over the Infinity Gauntlet. And if you get it, you become Thanos. You actually become Thanos in the game. Like really him? Yeah, like, really him with the gauntlet and the face and the costume. Also, so it's not like your character. No, yeah. You transform you into Thanos and oh, then you that's say, scary. You, this game never had like audio before, but now in your ear, you'll hear Thanos say, it is the end for you or something like that. But oh my God. yeah, it's it's insane. I literally could just. Oh I know. God, I know. I could so, use them and I'm not a gamer. Okay. I, know, I know that mode of gameplay has been out for a little while, but I do need to stress that I went and saw the movie again because of the game. This is called cross-media marketing. One of the mediums was game format. The other medium, films. And the two of them did a collaboration bringing their fandoms together. All the lovers of Fortnite got to experience Infinity War and all the Marvel lovers maybe get a chance to go try out Fortnite. And when their collaboration is over and they separate, each of them has a much larger audience than they had before, thanks to cross-media marketing. That's what that is. And I normally get to talk about that from the outside, but this time I get to talk about it from the dead center of it. I mean, I experienced yeah. this and I was impacted. Like I literally went and paid more money because I don't have that thing you have, Maria. So they got my money again. So that I could go and see that movie because just playing Thanos in the game made me want to go see it again. So good on them. It and, works. And just, uh, I'm, I'm really trying to hold myself back from spoilers because if you did, we have people here, you know, part of the awesome We Are MCBS podcast that still haven't seen the movie because of great reasons. Awesome reasons. Very honorable reasons. Bam, I nailed that word. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um. But Thanos is a great villain. I guess that we can say that. Yeah. Thanos is a great villain. Mm. <laughs> the awkward silence right now in your face is amazing. That act, the look, I'm not sure how you're interpreting it, but that's me imagining getting the uh, infinity gauntlet and being Thanos in the game because you're so powerful. Oh, my God. You just stomp around and hit people with your big glove and win. And I want to say, like, I just want to piggyback on what you said about you literally immersing yourself absolutely like 100% in the game. 
Because, yeah, I was one of those people that we were texting and I was affected by the game. (laughs) (laughs) By Jason playing the game. Uh, But it was adorable. It was great because you were very happy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I now continue to continue to play the game and ignore people's texts and deodorant and things like that (laughs) until I figure it out because there's a lot to learn on this island. All right, Maria, thank you very much for that old school update. Of course. Wow. I am humbled. What what an astounding podcast. I had such a good morning with you guys. Pete, I I, I know you're up in space, man, but I hope you're feeling my space <laughs> hug because that was a great I, podcast. Oh, dude, totally felt it. Was there with you guys in spirit today and uh, an incredible show once again. And so good to be with everybody. So out there listening in. Thanks, Jason. Absolutely. Thank you. And and all your hard work in getting that Tesla for me. I appreciate you heading out to the Oort cloud to see if you can get that. We uh, are working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, everybody. I hope you have a beautiful May 16th. And that's a wrap. Mm-hmm.